Hey guys, this is Wade Aaron with Christ's Word Podcast, where we discuss different evangelism topics, anything from sharing the gospel, praying for the sick, making disciples, and even hearing powerful testimonies that we believe will build your faith. We hope you're encouraged by this week's episode. Alrighty, so excited to be back with you guys this week. Hopefully, uh, you guys were encouraged by last week's testimonies that me and Daniel shared with you all. And uh, this week, it's just going to be me again. It's going to be like this for a couple weeks, and then Daniel and I will be back on uh, sharing and, and talking about different topics. And and so uh, if this is your first time uh, to tune in, this is the Christ Word Podcast, and we talk about different evangelism topics, uh, everything from sharing the gospel to praying for the sick to making disciples and uh, even sharing testimonies like we did last week. And usually my co-host is a guy named Daniel Hoyos. Uh, he lives here in Dallas. I live here in Dallas, Texas. And uh, even a couple of weeks ago, I had my wife on here and she uh, did some question and answer about a devotional that I just released called The Reward of the Lamb, which you can still get on Amazon or go to ChristWord.tv to check that out. But all that being said is uh, this week I just wanted to jump on and, and share a little bit. Um, you know, it, it's a, it's around, yes, evangelism. Um, but it's also uh, kind of the inner workings of someone that's doing the work of evangelism. Uh, because, you know, if you're someone that's doing evangelism and you've got a cold heart, uh, you know, that's probably probably not the best idea for you to be out sharing the gospel. I believe if you're doing the work of evangelism, you should have a burning heart for the Lord and have a burning heart for the lost. And so I just kind of want to talk about that burning that you can find uh, yes, in doing the work of evangelism, but also how do you maintain and have that fire, the fire of the Lord in your heart. And so that's kind of the navigation I'm going to go with that today because um, very rarely do I ever meet someone that says, you know, I'm doing the work of evangelism or they call themselves an evangelist and they're deadheads. Uh, usually they're pretty fiery. Most of you that are listening would probably agree with that, especially people that you know that are evangelists. But even when you're doing the work of evangelism, uh, you know, uh, usually you've got a, a burning desire for people to know the Lord. Or maybe you're growing in that. Maybe you've tuned in this week and you're growing in that. And so I'm just going to give you a few uh, just ways to have a burning heart um, and to keep that fire going. And so first uh, thing that I want to point out is one way that I have found throughout the years is to keep that fire in my heart. Yes, for the lost, but also for the Lord on the inside is looking in the eyes of Jesus. In Revelation, it says that he has eyes of fire, and it talks about his hair being white as wool. And and what I have found is that one way to keep my heart burning is not trying to do more religious things, or, you know, maybe maybe it could be out sharing the gospel or praying for the sick or even being around, you know, church services and things like that. But one thing I have found is looking into the eyes of Jesus. And uh, you know, you might be thinking, well, how do you look into the eyes of Jesus? You know, Jesus isn't here. He, you know, we don't see him sitting in my car. And we talked about this a few weeks ago about intimacy with the Lord. But, you know, when I think about Revelation 1 and it talks about Jesus having eyes of fire, what I'll do is I will close my eyes and I will picture Jesus with eyes of fire. And I'll simply pray and I'll say, Jesus, May the, the fire that's in your eyes be on the inside of me, and may it also be in my eyes, so that when the world looks into my eyes, they see that fire that you also have in your eyes. And these are, these are burning eyes of passion, 
burning eyes of desire and zeal. Uh, and, you know, I, I believe over the years, I've literally done this over and over again, a simple prayer that I've prayed uh, that, God, I want the fire that's in your eyes to be upon my heart. And as it's in my heart, may it be in my eyes. And, you know, some of you are like, well, I don't want, I don't want someone to look into my eyes and see fire. But at the same time, you want people to look into your eyes and see that you're alive, that you're you're alive unto God and that you you are burning for him. Um, you know, you can look into the soul of a person through their eyes. You know that some of you kind of get nervous when I mention that. Um, but when you look into someone's eyes, you can see what's going on in the inside of them. And, and so I'll picture that. I'll read Revelation. That's one way you can look into his eyes is reading the word. Um, but I'll read Revelation 1 specifically. And I will think about this burning man. Jesus is one that is everything about the throne of heaven. It's, it's about fire. It's about a burning man. And so I, too, want the same thing in my heart. And so... Number one, I encourage you to look to Jesus. Jesus is the author and perfecter of our faith. And as you look to him, you also will begin to get that fire in your eyes and in your heart. Um, the second thing is just simply asking, uh, asking the Lord. Um, you know, if you think about the disciples, you know, they, they prayed for the Holy Spirit to come upon them. Uh, in Acts 4 and in Acts 2, they cried out to God, and it said that tongues of flaming fire were above their head. And uh, sometimes, actually, I think that we've made it, you know, this doctrinal statement about, uh, you know, do you have the gift of tongues? And, and I do believe that the gifts of the Spirit are definitely active today and, and working today. Uh, you guys have heard me talk about that on here. Uh, but also with that, that tongue of fire that was upon them, I believe it was also supposed to be in them. It was, if you look in uh, that scripture in Acts 2, when Peter got up and preached, it wasn't just a tongue upon his head, but it was a tongue in his mouth when he preached the fire of God. He preached a message that cut people to the heart, which is not possible by human effort. It's not possible by any man's doing. It's only possible by the Spirit of God and by his presence being in somebody and upon somebody. And so I try to be aware of when I'm sharing is that tongue, that, that flaming tongue of fire, is it not only burning upon my head? Because I believe if you ask Jesus for the Holy Spirit to come afresh upon you, he agrees with that, and he brings that fire upon your head. But it's not just supposed to be resting to be on, on, on top of you, but in you when you share with others. And, uh, and so I'll ask the Lord, Lord, I want that fire in my heart. I want to burn for you. And and, uh, and another story I just think of is obviously you read Acts 2, but I think about the story of uh, with Elijah in 1 Kings 18. And, and you've got this story where the, the bells of prophet, uh, or the, the prophets of Baal, sorry about that, not the bells of prophet, uh, the prophets of Baal. Um, and, you know, they're, they're kind of, they're trying to call upon their, their God. They're calling upon Baal and they're trying to get fire to come down and nothing's happening. And Elijah even, he even mocks them and, and, uh, and all of a sudden, Elijah, he, you know, he says, uh, I'm, I'm going to call down fire. I'm going to call upon my God and watch what happens. And he even says, pour as much water as you want. And they, I think they, they pour about a bunch of, bunch of water, three or four buckets full. And it's like rolling. The, it says that the, it's just streaming down, the water streaming down. And then Elijah calls down fire and it touches the sacrifice, even though it was full of water. And, 
I believe that right there is a great picture of us asking for the fire of God. And it's a great picture also of sometimes what happens in our journey with God. Uh, not that we always come across the, the prophets of Baal, but sometimes what happens in our journey with God, and especially even with evangelism, what happens is people will um, try to uh, you know, throw water on our fire. And what that can look like is that can look like discouragement. People may just try to discourage what we're doing. Uh, people may be around us and say, hey, you know, you just need to cool down. Stop just being so passionate for God or stop just talking to everybody about Jesus or, or different things. People try to throw water upon the burning flame that's in our hearts. Um, and another thing is not only discouragement, it might be disappointment that you have in the journey. And so the, the devil tries to throw fire, I mean, not fire, but water upon the fire that's in your heart. And what I have found is that when those discouragements or those disappointments try to come that are trying to quench the fire, or maybe it's even offense in your life. Maybe someone offends you or someone does something wrong to you. And what ultimately the devil's trying to do is he's trying to quench out that burning fire in your heart because the devil hates a burning fire. He hates one that's on fire for God. And so he'll do everything he can in our lives to stop that, especially when it comes to burning for him and burning for the world to see Christ in us because you know in that story with Elijah it even says in 1st Kings 18 if I encourage you to check out the story in 1st Kings 18 it says that uh, the prophets of Baal they realized you know that he was the living God that God was alive that the the prophet Elijah the one that he had called upon was the living God and they bowed down and worshiped and I believe the same is true for us when everything around us is trying to you know the waters of life or the, the discouragements or the offense or all these things that try to come, we can say, God, bring your fire upon my life. I'm not going to allow anything in this life to cool me down. I understand. I forgive that person. I understand what they said, but Jesus, I want your fire. I don't want to allow anything to hinder me from firing, being on fire for you. And so I encourage you, maybe you have had an offense. Maybe someone has tried to discourage you. Bless those people. You know, don't live in offense. Don't live in frustration. Or maybe it's not only someone's that's tried to discourage you from what you're doing. Maybe you've had people that just, you know, wronged you. Maybe it was on purpose. Maybe it wasn't on purpose. I encourage you to, to forgive them, to let them go. Maybe it's things that you thought you were going to see, but you haven't seen yet. Say, God, I want your fresh fire upon my heart. My heart is your altar, and I want to be a living temple with a fire that's always burning. I don't want to be one that's cold-hearted i don't want to be one that's allowed you know the the water per se the things of life to cool down this fire i want to burn for you and even i recently that's something i've been praying uh you know we all those that are listening you probably have things that come at you and um uh you know i've had things recently come at me even last week and i've said jesus i bless those people i forgive them but jesus i'm asking for your fire to, to come upon my heart. I'm not going to allow the devil to quench this fire that's in my heart. Um, and so I encourage you to ask. So first, like I said, look into his eyes. Read Revelation 1. Two, ask for that burning fire to be upon your heart. Um, and don't allow the waters of life to quench it out. And then third, I also do believe it is good to be around community. It's good to be around those that are burning for God. Uh, you know, I some of you are listening. You may be around people that that aren't on fire for God, and that might be a difficult thing. Um, 
maybe you're the one that is burning and you slowly catch others on fire and that's great praise god but i do know that i've found that i fire attracts other fire and those that are burning burn together and uh, like i said maybe you can pray that god lights some people on fire around you and you know i i believe this is found in the place of prayer uh, yes in your own time being intimate with god but then also praying with others that are burning for god um, and then going out and proclaiming this message uh, of the gospel that has fire upon your lips, like I just talked about, um, that you are both burning or all of you are burning together for God. Because if you're around people that aren't burning for God and they're just kind of cruising through this Christian life, um, you, you know, some of you, you might be in a, a position where you, you struggle or you have frustration with that, you know, and, and you might question you know, is this normal or is, is what they're doing normal? And I'm telling you, just being a passive Christ, Christian or being one that's just, you know, disheartened or just kind of cruising through the Christian life, waiting until hopefully Jesus returns or, or you know, um, maybe it's just I'll just have a good life and I'll pay my bills and bless a few people or whatever. If that's your mindset or people's mindset around you. I encourage you to say, God, I want to be around other people that are burning for you, whether that's someone in my city of 2,000, some of you might be in a small town, some of you might be in a city of 100,000 or a million or 7 million or who knows how big of a city that you're in, but the key is just finding at least one or a couple others around you that are burning for God and say, let's, let's run together, let's burn together, because personally, I have found when I'm around those type of people even Daniel, you know, you guys probably hear Daniel's passion. When I get around Daniel as a friend, we pushy cut each other. We, we, you know, uh, a question that I even heard that was known amongst the uh, circuit riders or the um, specifically the Methodists when John Wesley and Charles Wesley were were running that movement is they said they would ask each other, "Are you still burning for God?" And I think that's a question that you can ask people around you. And you can tell, like I said, you can tell when you look into their eyes. You can see if they're weary or they're tired. But ask one another. Ask yourself, am I burning for God? Because that that moment that you gave your life to Jesus, that's just the starting point. That's just the beginning of you burning. And um, and so that's the third thing I encourage is being around others and community, whether that's one or, or 20 or 100 people. Um, be around those that are burning for God so that your fire doesn't go out. And don't be afraid that if you are around people that aren't burning, that what, you know, that's just what I talked about. You're not afraid of water because you and the fire of God is greater. And so those are the three things I want to encourage you with because, um, you know, we're, we're still kind of in these foundational truths of doing evangelism. This is kind of off the, off the, you know, radar or the topic, but it, I think, I believe in my heart, this goes right along with what we've been talking about. Um, because if, if you're not burning for God and you're just out proclaiming the gospel and there's no passion, there's no zeal in what you're saying, you need to come back to the drawing board. And maybe one of these three things I just mentioned might help. Um, looking into his eyes, asking, and being around others. And so hopefully this week, it's a shorter podcast. It encourages you. I'm going to pray for you guys this week. So Jesus, I just pray for every listener, wherever they're at, whether they're uh, here in the United States or they're in other parts of the world or they're here in Dallas, Texas. I, I pray, Jesus, that your fire consumes them even this moment. God, I pray that you give them burning hearts. Jesus, may 
uh, anything in this life that's tried to cool down the fire, I pray, God, that there's fire upon their hearts, fire upon the altar in the temple, God. And so, Jesus, just awaken people even now as they listen. Bless them, Lord. Increase the burning heart to know you and to declare you. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you guys. Hopefully that encourages you. I'll be back on next week by myself. Um, And then the next week, me and Daniel will be together. Bless you guys and hope you have a great day. We hope that you enjoyed this week's episode of Christ's Word Podcast and your faith was built. And we really encourage you to live out your faith and apply what you've heard in your daily life. And if you need any more resources, go to ChristReward.com and you'll find more resources there. And we hope that you tune in to next week's episode as we dive into more evangelism topics.